Hey friend, Church D coming at you once again. Thank you for tuning in to What Does It Take to Win? It has been a while since I've seen you guys. <laughs> Get it? I can't really see you and you can't see me, but you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, um, I took a brief hiatus because I had a bunch of things going on in my life that I just needed to take time out to focus on and make sure I had all my ducks lined up in, in a row. So I apologize for taking that hiatus, but you know, this is the podcast talking about what we need to do in order to be successful. And if I didn't do that, I wouldn't be successful. And if I'm not successful, how could I encourage you to be successful? How could I encourage you to win? How could I tell you about what it would take to win? Uh, but that's besides the point. Um, I hope everybody's doing well. Uh, can you believe we're almost done with 2021? It's crazy. We're more than halfway through this year, and it feels like it just started yesterday. Wow. I hope it's been going well for you. Um, it's been quite interesting for me. Uh, there's been some ups and downs. There's been some challenges. Uh, there's been some really great things that's happened in my life. Um, I'll be sharing that a little bit later. Maybe, maybe not. If you know me, you know what I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, it's it's been quite the year. Um, better than 2020, that's for sure. Um, and I look forward to 2022 and beyond because uh, I believe great things are in store for all of us. <clears throat> Okay, so that's my little uh, introduction. Um, now it's time for, you know what, the promo. <laughs> hey, if I don't promote myself, who will, right? You could actually, you could tell your friends about me, <laughs> but that's another story. Um, so during my hiatus, I decided to put out some music. Um, I released a single entitled Don't Quit. Uh, it came out at the end of May. Um, as we all know, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And I figured, okay, well, why not release some music with a positive message to help encourage others during Mental Health Awareness Month? Um, I did it at the end, uh, more specifically to close out the month on a positive note and enter into a new month on a positive note. So that was why I put it out at the end. Um, so check that out. It's available on every platform, anywhere you listen to music, whether it's Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, Amazon Music, uh, what is it, Tidal? Uh, Napster, Deezer, Pandora, wherever you listen to your music, wherever you stream, go ahead and check out Don't Quit. Um, if you'd like to, you can go ahead and purchase it. You know, it's just a dollar. Um, or you can purchase it on Bandcamp, actually. If you click the link in this description, it'll take you to um, the uh, page where you can either stream or you can purchase it. You can go directly to Bandcamp. If you purchase it from there, I'll get the funds instantly. Ah, see, I'll collect my coins. <laughs> but if you don't want to do that, if you just want to stream it, go ahead and check it out. Um, like I said, it's available on every platform. Uh, while you're doing that, be sure to check out my entire catalog of music. Um, in 2019, I released my first album entitled The Cactus, Bare Minimum 2.0. Uh, right during the pandemic in 2020, I released a single entitled The Vision. And shortly after that, I released my EP entitled The Big Reveal, which I'm still getting a ton of great reviews on. Um, at the top of this year, uh, the end of January, I put out my album, another album entitled Something's Missing. That one's actually one of my personal favorites. Uh, you should check it out and see why. Um, and yeah, as I mentioned earlier, I had put out the single at the end of May entitled Don't Quit. So go through my whole entire catalog of music, uh, pick out what you like, pick out what you don't like. Let me know if you don't like it. Actually, you don't have to let me know, but keep it to yourself. <laughs> uh, but yes. Be sure to download it, be sure to share it, um, be sure to purchase it, of course, stream it, whatever it is, just help me to collect my coins. Uh, click the link in the bio if you uh, need to get access to that. Also, I still make beats. Um, I have over 100 beats on my um, beat page, so you can just click the link in my bio. It says lease beats um, or get beats or whatever, and it's going to take you directly to my beat store. 
And if you need beats for, let's say you want to be a rapper and do a song, if you want to be a singer, do a song. Uh, if you need a jingle for a podcast, if you're a podcaster like myself, um, if you heard that intro, that is something I composed on my own. I'm pretty sure I have some beats that you might like. Um, if you are a vlogger, if you do videos, if you're into TikTok and you just need some background instrumentals, I got you. So be sure to check out the beats. You can lease them if you want to own them. And then we can talk about exclusive rates. You, know, you can just send me a DM or you can email me and we can just talk about exclusive prices. So nobody else can lease that beat. It's all yours. And yeah, we'll figure it out from there. Um, and if you'd like to give a donation, of course you can. Uh, again, I'm not asking, I'm, you're not required to give any donations, um, but sometimes people listen to these things and they're like, wow, this guy is saying some really nice things and he's giving me advice. I'd like to uh, give him a donation. Hey, I welcome those. I will put it to good use. Uh, I'm not greedy. I'm not just gonna use it for myself. I'll use it to, of course, help others and to encourage others and empower others to prosper. So you can go ahead and cash app me. There's a link um, to my cash app if you click on the link that's in this description. And yeah, we'll go from there. All right, so now that we got that out of the way, <laughs> enough promo, right? Uh, we can finally dive into the topic of the hour or the 15 minutes. I always say that. I'm sure you guys are sick of that by now, but hey, I am who I am. <laughs> okay. So this episode, we're going to be focused more so on the taming of the tongue. Uh, that's why it is entitled Just Shut Up. Yes, just shut up. <laughs> I know it sounds a bit harsh at first, but there's reason as to why I chose this title and to speak about this topic. Um, you know, pretty much you just want to know when to hold your peace. Better yet, there is a song that they sing in church now. I'm sure you, some of you guys go to church. Some of you guys might not. It's all good. I've been in church my whole life. Um, but there's a song that says, uh, I think it's like, victory shall be mine if I hold my peace and let the Lord fight my battle. Victory will be mine, right? Cool. So there's power in taming your tongue and knowing when to shut up. Um, and, you know, I just, like I always do, I'll go over some specific points that came to mind about being quiet and knowing when to hold your tongue and just knowing when to shut up. <laughs> um, so, you know, the first point I'm going to uh, share with you guys is that not everything requires your two cents. Uh, the second point is that you'll save yourself from potential embarrassment. And the third and final point is you'll be able to learn so much more if you just shut up. <laughs> okay, so let's jump right into the first point. All right, so just shut up. Not everything's going to require your two cents. Now, people ask questions or they may say certain things. Um, it, you could just be in simple conversation back and forth with a colleague or with a group of friends. And you might have an answer. Just because you have an answer does not necessarily mean that it is the right answer. Okay, let's take time to think about that. Just because you have an answer doesn't mean that it's the right answer. Think back to when you were in school, right? Think back to math class. The teacher would put up a problem on the board and have you solve it. And then she would say, okay, or he or she, of course, would say, raise your hand if you have the answer. Now, you might be doubting yourself thinking, okay, I think I have the answer, but I'm not too sure. Are you likely to raise your hand if you're unsure if you have the answer and blurt out a wrong answer? I don't think you would want to answer something that you're unsure about, right? Um, 
because obviously if you got the answer wrong, your peers might look at you kind of funny or somebody might make fun of you like the class clown say, ha ha, you're dumb. Ha ha, you got the answer wrong or whatever. Uh, and then you'd be a little embarrassed, right? Okay. So apply that same principle to life. Um, now there are some times in which, yes, you absolutely have to talk. You absolutely have to give an answer. Um, but not everything requires your two cents. Um, you're not an expert on everything. I know I'm not an expert on everything. So I try not to put my two cents in everything. Um, look at the company you keep. You might be in the room and you're the only person who is like yourself, <laughs> if that makes sense. Like, I don't know, like you're the only guy in a room full of females or you're the only female in a room full of guys. Um, you wouldn't always want to put in your two cents. Now, some people have that personality where they're like, oh, yes, I have to say this all the time and I'm always right or I'm always this, I'm always that. Okay, if that's your personality, you can deal with that accordingly. Um, but for wisdom's sake, you don't always have to put in your two cents. You can sort of lay back and, um, you know, sort of read the room a little bit. Uh, let's circle back to this uh, math problem in the classroom and us being in school. So if you do have the answer and you don't necessarily raise your hand right then and there, you can wait and let one of your other peers raise their hands and give the answer. And you could sit back and watch and listen. OK, either they got it right and then you can see whatever mistake you made in trying to um, gather that answer or they got it wrong and you have it right. And then you could say, oh, OK, I have a bit more confidence in myself now. I'm probably going to put in my two cents the next time around and answer this question. OK, so there's wisdom in that. Um, and even if you do have the right answer, who says it's the right timing? Um, I'm going to jump back to, you know, being a guy in a room full of females or a female in a room full of guys. Um, for this example, I'll use guys and I'll talk about sports, maybe football, maybe basketball. OK, so let's say you are the only lady in a room full of gentlemen. <laughs> and, you know, let's say it's, I don't know, the Super Bowl. And so that group of men that you're around, uh, they're already betting on the home team to win. Um, but unfortunately, the home team did not win and they all lost a ton of money. So everybody is really stressed out and really angry. Um, and you know why the home team did not win. And you may have told them, hey, or you may have told your significant other if he's in that room. You may have told them, hey, I don't think it's a good idea to bet on this team to win. And you have proper reason as to why that's not a good idea. Um, so after, you know, they all lost their money and they're dealing with the pain of watching their team lose. It probably would not be the right time to say, I told you so <laughs> or to say, OK, well, guys, you know, this is why this ended up happening and this is why you lost as much money. They're just probably not going to want to hear that. And they might tune you out and say, OK, you know what? The next Super Bowl party, you're not invited. <laughs> you know, so just because you have the right answer doesn't mean that the timing is right. You know, hold your peace and just wait until they cool down or wait until like the next two or three weeks later when people may have forgotten about it and they may have made some of their money back. Then you could come to, well, maybe your significant other if they're in the room and say, hey, this is what happened. So next Super Bowl, this is what you should look out for. I'm pretty sure that would be much more well received. OK. <laughs> Wow, that was a mouthful. But yes, just remember that first point that not everything requires your two cents. So let's move on to the second point, which is you'll save yourself from potential embarrassment. Now, this is kind of uh, going to tie into what I mentioned about being in the classroom, being in math class. 
How many times have we blurted out something incorrectly and ended up looking like a donkey <laughs> because we didn't have the full knowledge and understanding on it? Okay. There's a saying that goes, you never know who's a fool until they open their mouths, right? So why not avoid being that fool? You don't have to be the fool. You can just keep quiet and let somebody else do it. And then you could be like, oh, thank goodness I didn't say that. Or, oh, I was thinking the same thing. Okay, good thing I kept it to myself. Now I can do more research on this topic to understand it. <laughs> um, yeah, and that's really what the main focus of this point is, you know, of saving yourself uh, the embarrassment. Now, don't get me wrong. I understand that sometimes we have to talk in order to learn certain things. Um, but if you can save yourself the embarrassment and just go to like a friend, a family member, a mentor, and, you know, you can question them on a cer certain topic that they may be an expert on, or you can just simply do the research yourself by any means necessary, do that. Um, you know, there was, there's been plenty of times in which I didn't know how to pronounce a certain word. And I would say it out loud and people would sort of look at me funny or sideways and would be like, well, what are you talking about? And so I'd have to write it down and they'd say, oh, no, this is how you pronounce it. That's quite embarrassing. Now, <laughs> if I was unsure how to pronounce that word, of course, this was when I was younger. Uh, but if I didn't know how to pronounce that word, I would have just looked up the pronunciation. Nowadays, you can just do that on Google or um, you can just reach out to a friend or a colleague or a mentor and say, hey, how do you pronounce this word? Or even if it doesn't have anything to do with pronunciation, if it's just on a topic that you're unfamiliar with, they'll be more than glad to school you on it. Uh, in fact, you'll just see that little twinkle in their eyes like, oh, great, I get a chance to teach now. <laughs> but yes, I mean, all in all, uh, you'll save yourself from potential embarrassment if you just keep quiet, you know, just stay quiet long enough, shut up, um, listen, do your research. You won't embarrass yourself. <laughs> and let's move on to the third and final point. Um, you'll be able to learn so much more. Um, and this, I think, is like the most important point of being quiet and just shutting up is you'll be able to learn. Uh, obviously, it's impossible to learn anything if you're always talking, especially if you're always talking over your instructor and not listening to your instructor. Um, this goes for any and everything. Uh, prayer, more specifically, um, if you're praying for something uh, or if you're praying and you want to hear an answer from God, uh, I don't think you'll hear an answer if you're always talking. There's going to have to, you're going to have to get to a point where you're just going to sit back and listen, and then you'll be able to hear. So I don't know why I slid that in there, but somebody could use that when they're praying, you know, just pray, say what you got to say, and then take a break and listen to what God has to say back to you. <laughs> but um, back to, you know, uh, it being impossible to learn if you're always talking over your instructor Let's look at it like this, right? Let's say you're trying to learn math. You're trying to do a problem and your instructor is saying, okay, these are the steps you need to take. As you, as your instructor is talking to you, you're not going to learn anything if every time they speak, you talk over them and say, but I want to do it this way. But why do I have to do it that way? But this doesn't make sense. You need to let them teach you first and you need to listen. Um, and even too, with communication, if you're having a dialogue, it's not a monologue. It's not just one person talks and then the audience listens. No, if you're talking to a friend, a family member, a significant other, you're having a dialogue. So you say something to them. They say something back to you. You learn. They learn. You learn together. You grow together. Now, let's look at this from a musical viewpoint. 
Okay, so let's say you're in a band, um, like a jazz band, three-piece, piano, bass, and drums, and it's time for each instrument to take their solo. You're not going to be the piano player soloing and then have the bass player soloing at the same time as you. Or you're not going to be the drummer soloing and have piano and bass soloing all together at the same time. It's going to clash. It's not going to work out. Um, it has to be one at a time. So it's it's like a conversation. Um, the piano player might say something. The bass player might say something back. Uh, the drummer might play a riff. The bass player might do something back. It's going to be a conversation. It has to be one at a time. It can't be all at the same time. It can't be one on top of the other. Um, and even with that, in jazz especially, you can sort of build on that and learn more. So as I had mentioned, you know, the piano player might play something. Uh, the bass player might hear that, play the same riff um, and add on to that. And then the same deal with the piano player and the drummer. And they'll just begin to build and build and build. And, uh, and it's just going to get to that moment where it's like, wow, it's amazing, like beautiful music. It's, it's building you up to this big, intense moment um, of the song. And then they let you down lightly and then, you know, you get to that bridge or the um, outro and then that's the end of the song. Um, so, yeah, you'll be able to learn much more. Um, even like like I said, you know, we're looking from a musical standpoint. Uh, if you play an instrument and you have an instructor, you can't play over the instructor while they're trying to teach you. They have to say, this is what you do. Practice it. And then you practice it. Not instructor talking. You play over the instructor talking. You won't learn anything. Um, so yeah, you just have to shut up sometimes and listen, you'll learn a lot more. So that was my third and my final point. It went a little bit longer than planned, but Hey, you haven't heard from me in a while. So let's do a quick recap. So the first point, as I mentioned, is not everything requires your two cents. Like, Hey, just because you have the answer doesn't mean it's the right answer. The second point is you'll save yourself from potential embarrassment. You don't want to look like a donkey blurting out the wrong answers. Just keep it to yourself. Do a little more research, gain proper knowledge on the subject. And the third and final point is that you'll be able to learn so much more. It's kind of impossible to learn anything if you're always over-talking your instructor. Sit back, be quiet, listen, and absorb the knowledge. Thanks for listening to this podcast. I hope it blessed you and I hope it encouraged you. Hey, don't forget to hit that subscribe button and to share this. Share it with your friends, share it with your family, share it with people you don't even like. Share it with that person who keeps bothering you for advice. I got you covered. Um, and lastly, if you'd like to connect with me, just click the link in the description for all of my content. I have some great things in store for you. Thanks for tuning in. God bless.